0: Did you ever go to like virtual reality cafes? Uh when um, you were younger? Like I I know they were like hot in the 90s, but I don't know like how many people actually went to them. <laughs>
1: yeah, like like what? Like um
0: So like um so I went to one I forget the name of the company, but it was like in Canada or something like that. Um, And not that it was like a Canadian thing, but like (laughs) it was, it was a, you know, cyber cafe, right. Where you can go on the internet or whatever, but they also had VR, um, like those crazy VR circles. So like you'd (laughs) step, it's like you, you step into this circle, right. And there it's like, it's a platform that's round. uh, But then there's also like it, it rises up just a little bit and then in, in uh like encompasses you in a circle in another circle, right? To get your like rotational motion, uh, and then you put on head um, you put on a virtual reality headset and they gave you a gun and you just kind of walked through shooting things, um. And you had a button to walk because you couldn't, like they couldn't register walking, so you had to just tell it that you were walking.
1: <laughs> I have never gone to something like no, that. no, no.
0: Have you? Did you go to Disney Quest at all?
1: No, oh Okay,
0: that's all right. That's, no,
1: like, I, I guess BattleTech pods would have been the closest tech pods. thing to that. Yeah, and those, those are, are more simulatory than cool. yes than virtual reality,
0: right? But the encompassing nature of it is is really good. It's kind of like Mission Space, right? Where like yeah, being, exactly, being inside a space, all encompassing was the interesting part.
1: Right, themed from top to bottom was right. the best part.
0: Right, right. So, so that's what we're talking about today on Hello WDW, uh, your open source guide to tech in the Disney parks and beyond. I am your host Stefan Salva Cruz, and with me, as always, is technologist and. Lawnmower Man? Uh sure. Brian Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a good throwback.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. Uh we're we're talking VR uh this week. Um so it's a little outside of Disney, but it I think it's it's pretty uh theme park adjacent. Um just mostly from seeing kind of what is coming out there with the different uh experiences that VR is promoting Uh, I I would not be surprised if VR eventually made it into the Disney parks or universal parks uh, very soon. Uh, They even, uh, I don't know if you saw, I believe it was magic mountain where they, they started adding VR to um, their roller coasters. So really? Yeah. So there's one, there's one roller coaster. It's, it's like the first one to do an inversion ever okay uh and you can tell because it's not really well designed as an inversion <laughs> like it's a circle, and basically they like shot the roller coaster as fast as possible to make it over the circle, but that's not like physics wise that's not the best way to do it <laughs> right um so so what they did was they gave everyone um like those sony i mean those samsung gear v r headsets okay with, with uh galaxy s5s in them or whatever um and the the video is aligned to the roller coaster okay um, and you're in a fighter jet so like as you're climbing up the hill it's like you know the the plane is like lifting up and then uh you you go down it and it makes all the motions that you would feel in the video
1: oh that's kind of cool
0: yeah right it's it's kind of interesting it comes with like there's like a small game mechanic where you point your head at something you want to shoot and it shoots it down but it's really not like anything fancy right um but uh but yeah it's it's uh you know i mean that already shows that VR is is already inside the amusement parks uh so it wouldn't be surprising to see vr um yeah i I don't think they can ignore it yeah yeah um and i get. i mean they might be gun shy after disney quest like we were saying because uh Cause they did have a VR, they had the magic carpets of Aladdin in, uh, <laughs> in <Disney laughs> quest. uh, so, and, and honestly, to, I mean, personally speaking, I think Disney quest was just ahead of its time. Like right, we right. should probably do an episode on Disney quest, uh, Okay. just so that we can talk about the ridiculous things that it does. But like, <laughs> I think if it, if it was like made like today with modern tech, like people would go, I think people would go. Yeah. Um, you know, the like it was just trying to do so many things that just are big now but not using the new technology for it. Right. Um so like the carpets ride, they they have a whole 3D pirates game in there where you're uh they're kind of like the cannons in Toy Story Midway Mania, but they're like huge and you would fire them onto ships and it's a whole like three screens surrounding you so it's like a full panorama oh wow uh of a boat and the the boat's driven by like a steering wheel in the front it's really cool okay um but but yeah like like we said it's just the place that you know you happen to go to if you if you got a vacation pass and no right (laughs) you know some time (laughs) to kill um but yeah so so vr um VR is taking off so much right now. Um and we we ran across an article in Polygon uh that kind of talked about this place that is called the void. Um and they're kind of labeling it as like the first virtual reality theme park. Uh so so what they're doing at this place is they're giving um attendees, I guess if you want to call it like I don't know what the The right show term is um but they're giving like people who come to the place um uh vr headsets and you know um vr like like plastic guns and stuff uh and then putting them through a maze that um tracks where they are and kind of recreates the environment with a much richer theme um than you would see if you didn't have the vr headset in right right So, um, so, you know, like if you didn't have your headset on, you'd basically just see walls, you know, kind of, uh, uh, mimicking hallways, but like nothing else. Like it could literally be plywood. Right. Um, and with the VR headset, they're able to like map, uh, like gorgeous scenes onto everything. So as you walk, like if you were to walk into a wall, you'd physically feel a wall. Um, as opposed to kind of, you know, how VR is right now at home where there's really no good way of uh, initiating boundary anywhere. Um, so, yeah, so, th- so they kind of labeled it as like a theme park and that they would, you know, people would come here and they would have you know, put themselves inside a video game and then, uh, you know, um, be done kind of like have individual experiences that change based on the the place that they go into. Right. So, um,
1: or the adventure that they, they choose right. to participate in.
0: Right. And could you imagine, like, if, if Disney, like, did something to that effect? Like, I think that would be pretty, pretty crazy. Oh, it would be amazing. Yeah.
1: There are, they have such a rich variety of properties that they could choose to, uh, to simulate. Right. They could release a new one every year and and not run out for 50 years. Right.
0: And and they could even, um, theoretically, you could design something where everyone is kind of placed into the same spot. But depending on your headset, you're given a completely different experience. Right. Right. So, like, we might be physically in the same room together but like i'll be doing something in on Tatooine, and you'll be you know in new york city with the avengers or something like that sure um and that's
1: who wouldn't want to be in toy story
0: yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> it, it would be fun to even just like <laughs> like open the door and see toys on the ground where you didn't place them you know <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> like like you leave a room and you come back and it's like I I'm pretty sure I did not place that uh, <laughs> that Woody doll on my desk how, how right that <laughs> um and so so yeah there, I think um, VR VR is interesting in that like right now the market's kind of designed for the home right and and it's it's very much so like. Instead of going to Disneyland, you could virtually walk around in it at home. Right. Um, and and the market right now, right now there's only two VR headsets that are big. The Oculus Rift and the um, HTC Vive. Uh, is it Vive? Vive? I, I know uh, I've heard I both. Five. I Vive. That's what I thought too. <laughs> but someone, uh, a handful of people keep calling it Vive. Vive. Uh, I don't know. All right. I I don't know. um uh so yeah so those are the the two big ones right now uh the oculus rift um has very uh basic head tracking uh so that you can do uh, when i say basic like this is the pinnacle of of (laughs) hd of vr um so it's like it's standard head tracking uh whereas hc vibe does a full room experience so you actually like set up sensors all around your room that you're playing the hdc Vive in um and it's able to track the head motion all around um your your office or your living room or wherever (laughs) right um so so that's how they're doing that they're doing like they're basically doing infrared pings um onto little touch points on the on the head, um, on the headset and on the hand devices. So I can figure out where you are. Um, and that's basically like the same kind of tech they use to do mocap, um, where they're just kind of pinging locations and then figuring out how to take that wireframe location and then associate it to the mappings that you have inside the computer. Right. Um, so all that tech is kind of very similar. Uh, where it's calculating distances for each little dot and then giving a good estimation of how they think they should be in that space. Right. Um, and the Oculus does something similar, but it's at a smaller scale because there's only one um, infrared reader on your desk as opposed to the like four, four or five, I think, that they have on the HTC Vive. Um, and, then, and then the one coming out later in the year is the PlayStation VR, um, which kind of takes it in a more elegant way, in my opinion, and that's that they have like they have the standard camera in front of you, but they have light bars that run across both the headset and the controllers. And this is actually stuff that they've used previously with the um, the PlayStation Move controllers, right? So right, right. they're yeah. the same controllers, like imagine a Wii controller, but round, uh, and it's got like a little colored ball at the top. And the, um, the colors are so vibrant that they're able to actually like, capture the, the, um, the light from the, the remote and figure out like, exactly which remote is being activated based on its color. Um, but then also depth because it has two cameras so it can right. see in 3D. And then it, it does a calculation to figure out, okay, the light looks like it's a distance of 10 feet away from me in the left camera and it's a distance like 9.5 away from me on the right camera. So it must mean that the, um, the remote is somewhere on the right hand side of the screen. Um, and it's doing like all these crazy calculations and doing it only with one camera or one, one effective unit. Right. Uh, which is really cool. Um, and so that's going to come out later. And it seems like, uh, but in terms of theme park stuff like this, this uh, place, the void, uh, they're, they're using their own proprietary tech and then just happen to run it inside like a physical space. Um, so, yeah. So, and
1: it, yeah. it's actually in, in reading about it, it's actually very similar to the Vive. Right. To the, uh, to the mocap stuff. Right. They're, they're still using those reflective
0: balls. They're,
1: they still need a camera to look at it, right
0: yep, and um and that's what's interesting with v r is you can create a full immersive experience um without building out the the environment for it, so like um you know the the room might only be ten feet tall, uh, but you only ever need to make the wall as high as you know a person can reach, so right. Um, but in, in the virtual world, you can make it look like the wall is a thousand feet tall and you can never consider climbing it. Right. Um, so it, it does change like the ability to do things just by like kind of using, uh, theater tricks and tricks that, you know, Disney incorporates all the time to kind of mask things, but then incorporate it into this virtual world and do even more about it. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, yeah it's it's pretty crazy stuff um v r yeah go ahead
1: i think the theme park i think the theme parks are are really like the home stuff is nice but i think the theme parks have an advantage
0: yeah
1: uh they're able to throw a lot more money at it than mm. than your average person can and with right. that they can throw a lot more processing power a lot mm-hmm. more uh Computer technology at it. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the P, your PS4 at home is only going to put out so much, uh, right. so much, right, right, and even where they can always add more servers and they can yeah. always up the the render quality, right. And
0: that seems to be the biggest hindrance to VR right now is that like to run one of these things, you need a pretty powerful PC rig, yeah, um, to do it. And even the PlayStation VR one um you know it's coming packaged with the VR but it, it does have a separate box unit that they've been very coy about what it actually does but i mean right. we're, we're pretty <laughs> sure it it's some sort of processor regardless of if it's a CPU or a GPU or something like that there's there's definitely it's doing some sort of mechanical calculation to help the PS4 do VR right um so so yeah, that is a big hindrance and it it kind of works out in the favor of, you know, you make one machine that everyone can enjoy as opposed to like one super powerful machine as opposed to a bunch of small personal machines that will never be as powerful as the one super machine. Yeah. Um so yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um I think I think we'll probably see a bit more of it. Maybe on the Universal side, uh, just because they've been experimenting with a lot more like uh, outside the box theme park experiences, you know, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about room escapes like Disney's doing room escapes, but it's more from a a corporate culture standpoint, Um, whereas Universal Japan is like, you know, straight up making room escapes for um, park goers to try right so so that might be something where they might even like incorporate that and and anime culture there already has so many like rich stories that um that play in VR right you know yeah <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> where the where the theme is is VR, is in VR right. already yeah so like uh like sword art online and and a lot of the different like games um you know trapped in a game Game, um you know ghost in the shell of course is is famously cyberpunk story about vr worlds and and stuff like that um and so so yeah i definitely see japan moving towards that not only from like a outside perspective but the theme parks um possibly incorporating that more um and you'll you'll definitely see that in universal i think before disney um, absolutely yeah just because i think they they have a better not a better they they're taking more risk because i think they're they're playing slightly from behind um so they're just trying to find something else that will be you know compelling enough yeah just
1: something to differentiate
0: them from right. being just another amusement park right exactly uh so so we'll see how virtual reality um will be play out in the theme parks but but yeah i mean and and also when you think about the stuff like sorcerers the magic kingdom pirates league stuff um you know the idea of having experiences or like adventures around the park um that are enhanced in some way could definitely be something that i see in the future
1: sure Um, sure Uh, even even if they don't go to full vr just in enhanced reality uh, yeah augmented
0: reality oh, augmented reality yeah games yeah those those would be cool but they're so far behind like in terms of tech like augmented reality stuff seems like the more promising thing but it's it's so much further behind tech wise than uh vr is i think yeah like like everyone keeps showing off those cool videos of the uh wh- what's the thing microsoft has um I can't remember the name right now. Oh, the HoloLens. The HoloLens, right? So they they show it where it's like, oh, they're watching football and it like expands out to the entire room and it looks awesome, right? Um, but from all the reports I've seen, like if you actually put a HoloLens on, like the screen the screen that actually is manipulated is like maybe an inch, a square right. inch wide. <laughs> like it's not a lot of your visual space. Um so that won't really show up until you can do the same thing. Um yeah, and I think a lot of
1: the the augmented reality experiences require more game design than theatrical design.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: So I think Disney's got a, a rich history at a theatrical design, but mm. making game design work inside their park is a little more difficult for them. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they seem to have done a, a much better job with Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom than right. um, the Perry the platypus are now it's sure. uh, Agent Formerly P. Kim Possible the Agent P stuff. Sure.
0: and that, and that even uh, you know that doesn't even have the at least last time I tried it, they didn't have the algorithms kind of determine how to make a game experience that doesn't like get clogged up. Right. So oh no! Not, it's like,
1: a, yeah. You're you're waiting online to activate the same trigger that the person yeah that in front the person front just front you, triggered. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> um, so you know, I think of course as they add more things, then it becomes easier. Um, right. But but game design in general is definitely a field that I think Disney could tap into just to solve those problems. Right. Like yeah. This excuse me um like pathfinding and you know um organizing events and things inside games are like like no problem in video games Uh, right you know that that's like so trodden ground like that you know (laughs) that's stuff that they they do in their sleep basically um so so yeah that that's definitely a space that i think where game design could approach that um and and it's it's A little bigger in vr because it needs to be like um right now a lot of vr is kind of just taking the same model from video games and then just putting you like putting the head tracking into the into the control scheme um but it won't be until they actually like build something with vr in mind that it will be you know uh a bit more compelling i guess yeah so so one of the
1: things I did find, mm. uh, going jumping back to the void, while I was doing my research, is that apparently Madame Tussauds in New York City, not far from us, yes, is uh, is going to do a promotion with the new Ghostbusters movie. Yes, that's right. That the void is going to uh, to run in their space.
0: Yeah, can do so we'll we can we'll have to go
1: and check it out. It? Yeah, and that way we can report back later on how cool it really is
0: yeah it, it seems like it's a, it's a pretty limited engagement uh but i i would like to try it and see if we can yeah. get ourselves in the door um yeah and it it's like it yeah it, it basically looks like i i imagine you like kind of become a ghostbuster and you're like trapping stuff and <laughs> right <laughs> maybe throwing down <laughs> throwing down some things and trying to get you know trying to catch the ghost yeah (laughs) um yeah and i think they're they're running that as like a event across the nation so if you're in a major metropolitan area uh you might want to look that up and just look up the void uh ghostbusters and i'm sure you'll be able to find uh maybe you'll find something in your city Uh, so, so yeah, I think that will wrap us up for this episode of Hello, WDW. Uh, if you have any questions you want us to answer, um, any topics that you'd like us to cover, then you can email us at hellowdwpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also... Uh, find us on Tumblr at HelloWDW.tumblr.com. We're on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash HelloWDW. And, of course, on Twitter at HelloWDW. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm ready to get, like, lost in the... <laughs> Absolutely. Lost in the virtual world. Um, yeah, sign me up. If they made Overwatch into <laughs> a <VR> game... <laughs> That's, that's they all I do. Might. We Yeah. You, you know, that actually, now that I think of it, because, you know, there was that rumor that, like, Universal and Blizzard made a deal at some point, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and
1: they've got a pretty
0: rich story and yeah. pretty well developed oh, location. I, I feel like, like Overwatch is the thing that pushes it over the edge, right? Like, we'll have to do a whole episode. <laughs> like,. You know, Warcraft's cool. It looks like it's gonna do great at the box office. You know, StarCraft, um, Heroes of the Storm. Very dark games. You know, uh, but but Overwatch is like they took they like stole the playbook from Pixar and just made a video game out of it. Um, right. So yeah, we we will keep you abreast of <laughs> the Blizzard Blizzard situation. Uh, but for now. I will uh, we will bid you adieu. Um, I'm at Salva Cruz on Twitter.
1: And I'm at Malthus. So
0: and we
1: will Miss see my queue. No worries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god it we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Um, and and it's go time. It's, it's it's goodbye time. I don't know. Overwatch time. We'll see. Phew. <laughs> 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 We'll see you next week. We're gonna play Overwatch today. Absolutely, bye. (laughs)